Very few of our uh, master's students in social work come in with a background in marketing. And I just, I am struck by how he's been able to bridge a marketing background in social work in ways that I think he's helping us learn new ways that you deliver and market the kind of messaging that's needed for changing our horrific suicide rates in the state or, you know, for addressing a trauma-informed approach to life and work in general. So I think he's really got these unique sets of skills that is going to move our profession forward and is also going to benefit our state. You just heard the voice of Dr. Janet Finn, professor of social work, talking about her student, Nathan Staley, one of the Bertha Morton Graduate Student Scholarship winners for 2021-2022. Welcome to Confluence, where great ideas flow together, the podcast of the Graduate School of the University of Montana. I'm Ashby Kinch, Associate Dean of the Graduate School. This episode of Confluence is part of a series recognizing the achievements of some of our outstanding graduate students. Named for a great Montanan who dedicated her life to public service, the Bertha Morton Award was endowed to support graduate education by recognizing the distinctive contributions our graduate students make in research, creative activity, and public service. Nathan stands out as a Bertha Morton awardee for his impeccable work ethic, which he brings to his graduate education with the goal of further developing his knowledge and skills to better understand the complexities contributing to Montana's high suicide rate. Working with Partnership for Children for his professional practicum, Nathan continues to establish himself as a leader on the front lines of suicide prevention in Montana. We're proud to share his graduate story with listeners. Enjoy the float. Thanks for joining us, Nathan. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So first off, let's talk a little bit about your Montana story and how it connects with Bertha Morton's legacy. Bertha, as, as you know, was a, a great Montanan who endowed this incredible award, specifically uh, support and encourage people like you who are bringing their graduate training to bear on work that helps Montanans. Yeah, you know, uh, so I'm born and raised in Billings. Um, my, my parents are from Montana. And Montana's always been really just a part of me, right? So um, when I decided about grad school to come kind of go to social work and follow this dream of mine, Missoula just felt right. You know, it really, it did a good job, I think, of blending kind of this macro and micro world of helping people. So how do you help them as an individual, but how do you help the, them through systems and policy change? And so really, I, I think, you know, again, Montana's a part of me. Um, I love being outside. I love everything about Montana. So staying here to do my uh, graduate experience and finding ways to help Montanans has been just a part of my journey. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, and I think, you know, you did some work prior to coming to back to get your degree. Tell us about that. And then, you know, what your current work is kind of allowing you to extend and do that's new. Yeah. So I've worked, you know, my undergrad was what, 12 years ago. And so since then, I've worked um, in social service and public health. And really, when my when I was doing work at the city county health department in Billings, I, I became aware of what was called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. And the ACEs, they call it ACEs study as well. And when I learned about that, really, it's this idea that these experiences that we have as children, really these negative experiences, these toxic events, really can increase our risk for a variety of health outcomes as adults. And so that was a big moment for me when I was working in public health. And from that, you know, one of the things was suicide, right? High rates of suicide. And in Montana, we have one of the highest rates of suicide, and we always have in the nation. 
So those are some big moments, I think, in my early professional career that drew me to um, continuing to help Montanans, but doing it in you know, in a way that's more aligned with kind of social um, social work, right? It's mental health related things. And so in public health, you know, I led, um, I, I chaired a, a coalition and we did a lot of work on uh, educating around the issues and the topics of suicide, training individuals to better respond, to be more comfortable, to ask their friend, you know, if someone's thinking about suicide or you're feeling they might be, it's okay to ask. It's, it's suicide's everybody's business. It's not just the medical community that needs to be a part of this uh, solution. So that was really, again, uh, one of my things early on in my professional career that drew me to continuing my path in social work. Yeah, so that that problem of destigmatizing discussion of suicide, you know, we can come back to the specifics of that, but that's a broad concern in mental health field, um, you know, getting more attention and more public conversation about mental health as a kind of normal health problem rather than being this isolated internal problem. But in suicide in particular, it's tricky, right? Because part of destigmatization might be discussion. And then we know there's some research that there's uh, suicide contagion is a problem. So how do you kind of handle that issue? Yeah, I think one thing to kind of note is if you, t- you, you ask a friend about, you know, are you thinking of suicide? If you ask them that, you're not putting the idea of suicide in their head. You know, if they're thinking about it, they're thinking about it. And then guess what? You're you're kind of a relief valve. You're you're going to let the pressure off, and you're a friend that cares about them. Um, so I think that yeah, there is some contagion as far as you know, kind of the copycat with suicide. Yeah. So the news coverage maybe more absolutely. more so That's than the, inter, the interpersonal part. Yeah. So the way that the news covers it, you know, being more detailed about the means of suicide, that's an issue. I think there's a lot of work that can be done in education, and even the language around it. We hear a lot of you know this person committed suicide. Right. Well, when you hear the word commit, you think of a crime. Yeah. And so there's some d- it things there. It frames it as yeah. this as this illegal thing, which of course right. it is in many states. Right. And so I think that there's a lot of work to be done to just reduce the stigma through conversation. Even the conversations we have, it's okay to talk about it, right? Yeah. A lot of people um, struggle with mental health issues and that's okay. Right? It's a yeah. part of it's a part of life, especially depression, right? A lot of us will have times of depression and there may be more significant or more clinically diagnosed in different ways, but it's it's okay to talk about these things. Yeah. And as a graduate student, it's interesting, you, you know, you, you've, you've already kind of brought in you know, your frame is in public health and now in social work, but of course, all of these fields also cross into, you know, some psychology is involved and some public health and public administration and policy. So, you know, why social work in particular? Why did that appeal to you and or how does that bring in the work of all these other fields? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think with social work, it feels like there's a lot more bridge building. It's a lot more connected between those worlds. Um, You know, the public health work that I was doing really a social worker could be doing what I was doing. You know, this idea of how do you bring community together to respond to an issue? Well, a social worker, you're going to get a little more understanding of, again, more of the like you know, diagnoses. Like I'm understanding that through the program now where in public health, I wouldn't understand mental health diagnoses. And so I think it's providing me an experience where I'm going to be better equipped to understand mental health on a more medical level, on a clinical level, but it's also equipping me and the skills I've already gained through public health to have conversations, right? How do I, how do I bring people together to solve a bigger, a bigger challenge that a community is facing than just going to to provide therapy, for example. So it's kind of looking at both angles. Yeah. This is the macro micro connection, right? And so the micro part is the practices of social work. And so, you know, you're finishing your first year. Uh, What have you learned through that process so far? Yeah, I think it's been it's been interesting with the pandemic, right? So there, it's been a lot of 
learning how to communicate in different means than normal. You know, we had a, a class where we got to practice doing uh, essentially counseling work, but it's all telehealth. Yeah. And so some of the skills that I wasn't really thinking when I applied uh, that I'm learning would be that, for example, like how do you reach people when you can't be face to face, for example? So that's yeah. one like really tangible thing that I, I take away. But and that's so interesting, too, because telehealth delivery has been a kind of vexed area. And then all of a sudden it was essential. Like everyone had to yeah. do it, whereas before people were somewhat resistant to doing it. Yeah, and so I think it's it's broadening skills across the board in, in the profession around how do we provide services to people that are in rural settings especially. Mm -hmm. And this might be a tool that I think, personally, I do think it'll become more, more of a tool. Um, so we can get more services, mental health services to rural areas. <laughs> and so this summer you're heading back to Billings. Tell us more about what you're going to be doing there during your summer work. Yeah. So I've decided I'm going to do a, an AmeriCorps 10-week um, summer associate position. And so through that, it'll be, I love working with kids. I love working with families. I've done that through my practicum experience. And now going to, to Billings, I'll be working at the United Way there, really working with youth and to kind of, you know, this idea of how do we foster a commitment to serving the community. And service learning is kind of the model that we're looking at. So this idea of getting youth to understand the value of participating in community activities, uh, advocacy, and volunteerism. So I'm pretty excited. It'll be pretty cool to have that opportunity in Billings for 10 weeks. Well, thanks for coming in and, and congratulations again. Yeah, thank you guys. This, is, this has been a joy to, to speak with you all today. If you enjoyed this episode of Confluence, subscribe to our podcast feed at Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Make sure to rate and review to support our enterprise of bringing you the voices of graduate education at the University of Montana. See you on the next float. <laughs>